Welcome to Master Your Balance. This is Rav. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, we'll touch on being present, living in the now, and how to free ourselves from our minds by using tools such as self-awareness, self-belief, and self-discipline. Let's get right into it. There's a story I wanted to share. It's called Searching in the Wrong Place. A man found his neighbor on hands and knees. What are you searching for? He asked. Key, the neighbor responded. Both men got on their knees to search. After a while, the man asks, where did you lose it? At home, the neighbor responded. Good Lord, then why are you searching here? Like our lives these days, we're looking for meaning in the wrong places. We're taught to always look externally, look on the outside for inspiration, for peace, for joy, for approval, for contentment, for love, the list goes on. Looking on the inside, sitting with what's happening on the inside, looking into our fears, our wounds, our shadows, it isn't taught to us. We're not taught to sit still. I mean, there is so much around us daily to distract us. It might be our habits, it might be our gadgets, it might be anything. There's just so much happening in the external that it's not the norm to look on, to look at what's happening on the inside. I had a realization a few years ago. If you ask someone older, what has life taught you? What are some of the lessons you've learned? They'll most likely say something like, money doesn't make you happy. Do what you love, live for yourself. Life is too short, etc. Why I said someone older is because most likely life has pushed them to learn their lessons, even if they didn't want to consciously learn them. To realize what they've been looking for all along is found within them. I thought to myself, why should I wait a whole lifetime to learn the lessons I can become aware of now? Look at what's been here all along, instead of chasing something outside of me, to realise things much later, to have lost all that time. Life is too short indeed. When the journey is all about coming home to yourself, why not start now? I've always had an internal debate going on. You know, regarding what I'm here to do, what my higher purpose is, what this journey is all about. When I was younger, I didn't have the wisdom, the insights that I have now. But I did know one thing, that I wanted to experience life. Learn the lessons consciously and consistently so I can better create for myself. We are all creators of our lives. All of us. Our choices, they shape our lives. Every choice, small or big, we make, it shapes our reality. If you find yourself disagreeing with this, or you find yourself blaming your problems constantly on anything external, instead of just taking accountability, most likely that's an ego story. That's how your ego keeps you in your comfort zone. To the ego, the present moment doesn't really exist. Only past and future are considered important. Ego is always, always concerned with keeping the past alive because without it, it doesn't have an identity. It constantly projects itself into the future to ensure its survival. One of the examples I think everyone can relate to is when we're trying to change a habit or a routine. There might be something that we know, that we feel on the inside, a small change that we might need to make. It might be that we need to start eating healthier or we need to stop going out so much, in my case, probably start going out. 
you know, it could be you're trying to stop drinking or you're trying to quit smoking or you're trying to quit junk food or you're trying to focus more on your work, maybe more on your family. Let's say you're trying to cut down on sugar and you say you're going to stop. Then you're put in a situation where it's time for your commitment to be tested. You're out and you've had your dinner and it's time to order dessert. What choice do you make in that moment? The easy choice would be to just go ahead and have the dessert. You'll notice in this instance that your ego, your mind, it starts throwing a lot of scenarios at you as to why it's okay to go ahead and just have the dessert, even though you did say that you won't. It might say something like you deserve it. You're out and you don't want to be the only one not to have it. It could be anything, any excuse. Being self-aware, having self-belief and self-discipline comes in handy in a situation like this. It comes in handy every day. So you're aware of the story that's playing in your head. And you believe in yourself that you have the power to make a different choice. And then follow through with that discipline. Your ego knows all of your fears. So it will throw them at you to keep you in your comfort zone. And in this case, just have the dessert. The ego is doing its job. It doesn't want you to acknowledge that you're not taking accountability. That you're not following through with something. It simply wants to keep you in the same place, in the safe place, in the same safe place that it was in yesterday. Or the last time you were to make that choice. So this is how our ego keeps us in the same place. No change made like we wanted to. We did the same thing like we would always do. We ate the dessert. So I started to look on the inside, started to become more present, started to meditate. I started to become aware of the inner dialogue. I became the witness. I started to watch my mind. Our minds are a powerful tool if used correctly. Used wrongly, it can become very destructive. I started listening to the voice in my head, started paying attention to any repetitive thoughts or any old stories that have been playing in my head for many, many years. When you're practicing this and listening to that voice, listen to it without any judgment or criticism. Just witness it. Just be aware of it. Allow it to exist, but be detached from it. Embodying the now might take a little practice as we've spent most of our lives under the control of our scheming egos. However, by being more present, it becomes easier to reveal what we try most to conceal, which is our true selves, our souls. To expose our true selves, the soul requires letting go of control, breaking habits, allowing feelings to flow and not hiding from your emotions. This is how we can bring hidden truths to fruition. This is how we can bring them into physical reality. One way or another, you do get pushed to just be. You get pushed to be present. The most common way this is forced on us is by sickness. In times of extreme physical stress, the ego is simply knocked aside and we're forced to live in the present moment by the constant reminder of our bodily pain and discomfort. I think we see this with people, people who are overworked and they're burnt out 
and you know everyone around them is telling them to rest and they don't listen and then something happens you know they get into an accident or something comes something greater than you pushes you to be in that situation to rest for your own higher good I used to absolutely dread being sick it stopped me from doing all the things I had to do all the goals I had to accomplish I wouldn't let myself feel the things that would happen I would suppress them until physical pain symptoms would start to show up I would be pushed to just sit there and only be with my thoughts forced to take a look at what's really going on inside me if physical sickness starts to show up in your reality and there's no medical reasons as to why it's happening I would slow down pause and take a good look at what's happening on the inside change is our only constant in this world so whatever gets thrown at us every day we have very little or I would say no control over that situation presented to us the only thing we do have control over is our reaction so staying in our center amongst chaos is only possible if you have some kind of awareness as to what's going on in your mind so why do we suppress our emotions well it always goes back to our early years our conditioning the relationship you have with yourself now is a reflection of whether you suppressed or dealt with your emotions when you were younger the child's capacity for shame can easily be exploited by harsh parents or it can be lovingly guided by sensitive parents for example crying crying has so much stigma around it for both men and women Women are constantly shamed for being too emotional and men are conditioned to suppress their emotions. I often hear men say, we're too manly, men don't cry. But it's incorrect, men do cry and men should cry. We're all human after all and emotions must be felt and released, not suppressed and ignored. Suppressing our emotions only makes things worse. I would often find myself saying in my early years that I'm not emotional and this was a statement I was quite proud of too. Of course this was my safety mechanism. I was shamed for being too emotional for most of my life by my parents. Every time I would cry or emotionally express myself it would cause conflict often resulting in me being blamed so I learned it was easier to bottle it up for as long as I could to please them and keep the peace. All these unprocessed, suppressed emotions never leave you. You might think you've found the trick, but it does not exist. In fact, it manifests in your life in many ways, more than you can imagine. This takes a toll on your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your family, friends, society, essentially the whole world. Becoming present, sitting in meditation, working with your inner feelings, your fears, your wounds, that's where your gold is. By consciously making a choice to feel your emotions and witness your thoughts instead of escaping them, you'll learn to regulate your thoughts and emotions better. Remember, your ego will throw many things at you. If you're trying to be present, it will always throw a list of all the things you can do instead of the one you're trying to do, in this case, being present. Whenever I sit to meditate or consciously be present, at the start it feels quite challenging. It's like you've shut down all the noise in the world and now you're alone with yourself and your thoughts. Don't be afraid of this. Just sit with it. Witness your thoughts and move on. 
continue being present. Once you get somewhat comfortable being uncomfortable, you can consciously make the choice to relive your experiences without the emotional attachment to them. So you can work through the lessons, make different choices and slowly begin to rewire your brain. Once I tell myself that I'm not my thoughts or my emotions, a certain consciousness gets awakened. Detachment comes into play. And without all the cloudy thoughts or emotions, over time, I slowly begin to see the lessons that needed to be learned in order for me to move on. In order for me to move on from this repeated story in my head. Learn the lesson and release your emotional attachment to it. Realize deeply that the present moment is all you'll ever have. Make the present the primary focus of your life. It's called present for a reason. Whatever task that you're doing, try to be more present. It's in the small things. For example, if you're washing your hands, really just wash your hands. You know, or if you're talking to someone, really just be present in that conversation. Or if you're working out, really be present in just working out. This helps improve your focus over time as well. Once we can learn to watch the mind, just be the observer, there's a lot of energy that we save. Because otherwise you're always trying to identify with what's going on. And because it's the ego playing that story, we're most likely always either living in the past or in the future. Most people dwell in the past or future and then pay very brief visits to the now. Instead, you should be dwelling in the present, being there fully, and paying short visits to the past and future when required to deal with something. Allow your emotions and thoughts to surface without being controlled by them. Remember, you're not your thoughts or emotions. You are the watcher, the witness, the observer. Whether you're aware of it or not, whether, the, whether you consciously choose to do this or not, life will push you to go through certain challenges. No one in this world, even though you might think if this person has more money or has more of this or has more of that, they're happier. But we all come with our own sets of challenges to learn and grow. Instead of resisting your shadows and your thoughts, just learn to sit with them, learn to observe them. Thank you and stay tuned. Mm-hmm.